Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. My name is Dan Cobb, and I'm joined, of course, by Neil Jones on what is Transfer Deadline Day Eve. How are you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, good, yeah. Not quite as excited as I have on Christmas Eve, but similar. <laughs> Similar levels of excitement, yeah, I can well imagine. And there's reason to be excited, of course, if you're red these days, because since we last spoke, I think things have moved along a little bit of a pace. We spoke about the opportunity to sign Ryan Gravenberg. If it presented itself, Liverpool would be all over it. And it looks as though that may well be the case. Um, there's been different reports on this one. I think David Ornstein was one of the first to speak about it yesterday. And since that, has been Christian Falk from Germany and other people speculating on the price, sort of the personal terms and that type of thing. But I think what we do know, Neil, you feel free to elaborate on this, is it's going to be, if it happens, a permanent deal. Because I think there was some suggestion the other day of people saying, oh, we might just loan Ryan Gravenberg. I don't think that's going to happen. Looks like a permanent deal. The player seems to be on board. Yeah. Liverpool and Bayern now, it's just up to them to thrash it out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that, that has pretty much been the case the whole summer. And, and what's changed, really, is that Liverpool hadn't had a lot of encouragement from Bayern that they were they were willing to get involved in a in a negotiation over, over Gravenberg. They were, they were keen to keep him. Uh, that's changed as far as I'm aware this well over the last week or mm-hmm. especially this week um, they're obviously kind of looking at getting Xiao Palini it looks yeah. like doesn't it from Fulham so that they're, they're looking to bring in a, a big money midfielder and that means Gravenberg's prospects are even even less um, promising mm-hmm. than, than they've been so yeah there's, there's a there's a real chance now for Liverpool to get this deal done I, you don't want to sort of say it do you you know you don't want to say yeah this they're gonna this will get done mm. But there's a real chance. There's, there's now a will on pretty much all parts, really, for for something to get done. I think it'll depend. I mean, it doesn't like I say. I mean, I think the, I think you're looking at the top end fee would probably be less than forty million pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't feel like that's a huge sort of you know problem for for Liverpool. It doesn't feel like it's sort of completely out of their 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 hitting zone. No. Um, Bayern would be doubling the money if they were to get something like that. I think they're probably going to get less than that. Um, so it does feel like a, a deal that's got a pretty good chance of of, um, of getting done. Mm. I think the player's driven a, a fair bit of it as well. I think he's made it very clear that you know he's not having another year like like last season mm. where he's you know he's starting the odd game. Um, I mean, I, I spoke to someone. I spoke to an old colleague actually about about Gravenberg and sort of. I think you know, we, we sound like we're not the sporting director, but when you do your due diligence about a player, you sort of say, "Well, why, why hasn't it worked out?" Because you know mm. it doesn't buy it. I think that would be the red flag that you would look at if you were a Liverpool fan who was a pessimist. You'd look and say, well, why hasn't he worked out? Because Bayern have not, not been amazing while he's been there. He's obviously he's been fit for mm-hmm. the most part. Why has he not played? And two managers as well, you know, Julian Nagelsmann and Thomas Tuchel have both not picked him. And he, he said, it's just as simple as Bayern see him as, as competing with Jamal Musiala and, and Thomas Muller for, mm-hmm. for the position. They don't see him as being com- competing with necessarily... 
Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka, mm. since then Conrad Lima. But it does feel a little bit like there must be there must be a little bit more to it. There must be a sort of you know a personality clash or a you know a, a, a question mark around his his training or you know mm. how much he puts in. You just feel like there must be something in there. But I think what is important to say is that. At 2021, Liverpool seen it with Fabio Cavallo, for example, last season. You can be a really talented player and just not fit yeah. for, for a team, you know, in the way that the team plays. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be too worried about him not having played for Bayern. The worry I would have around it is how long would it take him to just get used to, to that rhythm of playing regularly. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think in terms of his talent, and I saw Josh uh, Williams's segment on him, yeah. I think he's spot on. You know, his potential is very, very high. You look at the... You look at the attributes that he's got. You know, you, I mean, you know, limited clips if you if you like from the last twelve months. But you know, he carries the ball, doesn't he? He's got a lovely first touch. He can go mm-hmm. past players. He's got a. a, a he reminds me a bit of Curtis Jones in that respect, but he's probably got a bit more range in, in his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, he's he's obviously played in the Champions League. He's played in in the Bundesliga, the Eredivisie. So he's got good experience. I think it's a deal. I've I've you know. Regular viewers will know I've been quite positive about Gravenberg even yeah. even early in the summer, and I I just think it's a deal that makes a lot of sense for Liverpool. I really do, and hopefully it gets done. Um, it'll add definitely to Liverpool's squad, mm-hmm. you know, and their their ability to to change the team without without sort of necessarily leaving gaps or to bring you know have an extra player to bring off the bench, whether it's him, whether it's. You know, you can leave out McAllister in the odd game or Subaslai, or you can play all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think Liverpool will look a lot stronger having a player like him. And, you know, not just in the short term, but you think in, in, in a year's time, you've got Subaslai and him, you know, 22, 21. Mm. Uh, sorry, 20, yeah, 22, 21 at the moment. But McAllister will be 25, you know, this time next year. You've got yeah. Curtis Jones, 20. You know, there's a lot of young talent in that midfield, isn't there? And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not all of them will go right to the ceiling of their, their talent, but if if three of them do, Liverpool have got a real good, um, you know, real good potential in that middle of the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we touched on sort of him fitting the profile the other week, and he does seem to fall right into Liverpool's wheelhouse when it comes, to, like you said there, in terms of his age and stuff like that. And I think you're absolutely spot on. And I think it's important to remember that I guess I touched on it the other day. Liverpool wanted this lad before he made the move to Bayern Munich. There was sort of admiration there at yeah. the bare minimum, and having missed out on him that time around, a club would be delighted to get him in this time. I'm absolutely certain of it. But just in terms of his fit. I've seen a lot of people sort of question this, and I actually took my own Twitter, which is very rare of me, given, <laughs> given the fact I run the Redmen one yesterday, yesterday. But I said there's a lot of sort of negativity around the Gravenberg deal. Just I think it's born out of the fact that he isn't an out and out six. He played like thirty odd games as a six in his career, and people clearly still see it that Endo is okay. I think people would rather Endo as a squad player because maybe because of the price tag, maybe because of the age, whatever it is, or the fact that he's played for Stuttgart and like teams in Japan, and people don't really rate him that highly or whatever but I suppose Gravenberch he fits that bill of multifunctional which we've been talking about for a few weeks like I say he's big he's physical he has got ability there's no two ways about it so I suppose on him how do you see him fitting yeah. in and also with Endo I've put it in the agenda there do you see this as being yet another show of faith in what he's going to bring yeah yeah I suppose so I mean if you think back to when, when Liverpool were looking for a number six you know when it, it was the sort of you know panic stations really around around they need to get someone in to replace Fabinho. Mm-hmm. 
there was obviously that talk. I think Melissa Reddy was was yeah. was the one who wrote it. Said they, they want two. They want a, a destroyer and a, and, a, and a progressor. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the two, two terms. You know, so you, so whether you, whether you like the players or not, that's probably what they've got, isn't it? You know, in in this, I think it is a show of faith. I mean, Jurgen and and the way that he's spoken about Endo, and of course he's got to because it's it's a sign that comes in, and he's well aware of the, the the perception around around the sign. But the way he's spoken about it was was very clear that look, this isn't just the sort of a you know we've 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 landed on on someone on the last the last second of the window. I mean, he was signed with a few weeks left, wasn't mm-hmm. he? You know, so he, he, they could, in theory, have carried on looking for for one until now. So. He he's very clear that look he's going to play games. He's already started, you know, a big game. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on at a, a key time in another game. So there's already been a you know a, a clear, um, what clear signs that he he's more than just a sort of a you know a emergency stopgap. Yeah. Um, Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I think I think what's also been clear since Endo signed and I know it's only one game but it, it's shown that it's not just having a, a number six it's having skill sets and, and, and ability you know togetherness of the team that's what's going to fix Liverpool's midfield problems it isn't necessarily just, just you can't just plonk Casemiro in there I mean he will make you better because he's a great player but it, it also you have to have everything around it as well mm, yeah. and I think in Gravenberg's case in particular he's another player who can run he's another player who's strong enough to cope in one-on-one duels he, he's, he's got good size about him you know I, I I don't actually know what he's like in the air as a, as a you know as a aerial duels but he's, he's got a good size about him so you'd think he could should be able to handle himself in that mm. situation and he can handle the ball you can you can see him and you look I think the difference that you've seen Subosley and McAllister make is that Liverpool can play those passes in to midfield or through midfield a lot more with a lot more confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at where the goal comes from. Chelsea comes from you know 
a defender playing a ball into midfield, back in, and then and then Liverpool are out. They they didn't really play that way. Did they were a lot more sort of patient build up and get it out wide and sort of you know try and gradually work into the final third. I think Liverpool have got a little bit more ability to to really move the ball through the thirds quickly and accurately. And Gravenberg's another player that can do that. So I think if you've if you've got good footballers who can run, you can almost put three of them in that midfield. I think you know you could put. McAllister, Gravenberg, Soboslai in, in certain games. You could put Curtis Jones yeah. in there in certain games. And Harvey Elliott's made a good, like I say, on, on Monday, Tuesday, made a really good impact in his mm-hmm. games. Having a few more of them means that maybe you're not, we're not necessarily looking at a number six and then two, two number eights. You, you may mm-hmm. be just looking at three midfielders who, who play in there. And obviously, they'll all, they'll all naturally revert towards their, their strengths. And Soboslai does appear to be that he drifts across to the right. McAllister seems to like to play from the left and get on the ball in you know those half spaces if you like so there will be elements of sort of familiarity but I think there's also a little bit of versatility around there that Liverpool can can do different things and don't forget they've still got Stefan Bacetic yeah. you know for now they've still got Thiago mm-hmm. um, I think that might be one that is some people might be looking at that and saying okay well that is that is that the p- potential is there a potential for Thiago maybe to leave? For now? Know? Possibly, you know, I mean, yeah. you look at, that's another player that's, that's taken up a position at Thiago with players, isn't it? If Gravenberg comes in, it's another obviously non-homegrown player. Uh, if yeah. Liverpool wanted to do something in January, then they're, they're obviously, they're pen, pending a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just looking and saying, well, he'll be gone in a year's time yeah. anyway. So, you know, I, I think, I think it's fair to ask the question around him. I haven't heard anything that he's, he he wants to leave or that there's a, an offer for him to leave. But he has been linked, obviously, quite yeah. strongly with with Saudi in the mm-hmm. past. <laughs> I think, who hasn't? Especially <laughs> <laughs> if you play for Liverpool, you <laughs> ever put a Liverpool shirt on? It's crazy. It does feel it. It does feel a little bit targeted, doesn't it? You know, when you're seeing Canate, Gomez, Diaz, yeah, Allison, Salah, yeah. obviously. Um, I suppose maybe it says a couple of things. Maybe it says people think you can get players out of Liverpool, but it also means that people think Liverpool have got good players as well, doesn't mm-hmm. it? So, um, but yeah, I think I think in Gravenberg's case, look, let's see if it gets done. But I I, I don't think I I don't have a, a real negative view on the transfer at all. I think it's it's Liverpool again. I mean, if you think about what people have been crying out for, midfield overhaul, four midfielders that would be coming in, wouldn't it? And yeah. okay, yeah, you might say the not not the, the four greatest midfielders that you were all, all hoping for it wasn't the one everyone was hoping for but that's a fair fair old rebuild isn't it and you know with with the exception of Endo it's it's three players of huge huge potential and huge quality at this stage as well yeah absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm over the moon with it to be honest if it gets done I think it'd be a really smart piece of business and like you touched on there I think sort of future proofing ourselves against Thiago it adds that squad depth is that versatility that you mentioned as well and I think it will be a case of horses for courses in some games because sometimes you will want your end doing there you're destroying type mm. but in other games maybe not necessarily at home against Aston Villa because of how good Aston Villa are now but there will be certain games particularly at Anfield whereby you think you can just go grab and Birch McAllister and and um, so Bosley, obviously, um, just to finish on Gravenberg, I, I put it on the end, bottom of the agenda there in terms of him. Um, should indeed this one get done, like I just think this would be the type of deal that Klopp would be absolutely over the moon with. Like I say, especially given the fact that we have admired from afar for some time now, I think he will be all of a sudden just joyous with his midfield options. Yeah, well, you know what he he likes he likes quality, but he likes potential, doesn't he? And he likes players who. You know, he would expect 
to get better quickly mm. and he'll under him. Well. You, you would you would think so. You, you mean, and also you know, there's another Dutch connection, isn't there? With, with obviously with with Gakpo, with 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 Virgil, with with Pep Linders, obviously. Mm. Um, I, I would be amazed if there haven't been you know advice sought from from those those sources in terms of his character. You know, he he's one that. He likes stories, doesn't he, Jürgen? He, you know, he's, he's spoken a lot about about players and sort of setbacks framing them. You know, you look at, you know, McAllister being being an example. You know, he he, he obviously had um, had to, to go back to Argentina and, and sort of earn his his mm-hmm. corn. Um, you know, you look at Sally, you look Sally at Robertson, Jeannie yeah. Wijnaldum was relegated. Even Van Dijk, who was a late bloomer, you know, he liked Sadio. You know, he likes he likes that story as well. That he he didn't sign someone once and, and came back for them. Um, I I could imagine him speaking very highly about Gravenberg and sort of you know, look, he's missed out on the World Cup last year because he because he went he probably made the wrong move. You know, that's how it's it's turned out for him. He went to Bayern Munich. If he'd have stayed at the Ajax or he'd have gone somewhere else and played, he'd have been in that Dutch squad for the World yeah. Cup, wouldn't he? So. I think having that knowledge that someone can handle a setback, but also that potentially that extra bit of hunger that's in them that they've you know they've they've been disappointed in the past and they've got something to prove, mm-hmm. and they've maybe you know look from Gravenberg's point of view probably probably not at twenty one, but you could you could ask the question you know is is this is sort of he's running out of chances at that level, isn't he? You know if you make two moves and they don't work out, where are you going to go from there? You're not yeah. going to be playing many Champions League games, so. I think he, I think he'd quite relish that, and like I say, the the potential that he's got. It's not a case of, you know, he needs to grow or he needs to sort of, you know, he's he, he's completely raw. He's a very very accomplished player, isn't he? You know, and he's he's physically really sort of at a level where he can cope in the, in the top leagues and the top games. So I think there's a lot to work with for him, yeah. and it also it just means that Liverpool's again Liverpool's age profile of the squad that we looked at it last season at times. Then when we looked mm. at you know Milner, Firmino, Henderson, Fabinho, Van Dijk, Matip, you yeah. know it was always it was suddenly looking like an old team, wasn't it? Now you, you theoretically you, you could team could have Trent, Canate, Gravenberg, McAllister, Soboslai, Gakpo, mm. Diaz. Darwin, yeah, it's it's all of a sudden it's a young side, isn't it? You know, or it's it, it's it's a side that's really sort of going that way rather than that way. So I think it's um yeah, it's still got to get done. That's the important thing to stress in this, you know. And you know, when you put the headline out after this, we'll we'll make that make that <laughs> make that clear. It's yeah. not yet a done deal, but obviously time's ticking, and I think it's moving in the right direction certainly hey everyone I hope you enjoyed that section of my conversation with the brilliant Neil Jones if you want to watch or listen to that show in full head to redmenplus.com now sign up as a captain or a legend where you'll get the rest of that plus all the other amazing content that we do here at the Redmen TV covering the Ryan Gravenberg transfer and everything else beyond take it easy when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.